On this week's episode of Sprouting Minds, we welcome Danielle Allure Taylor. We talk about how her mom influenced her passion for restoring stuffed animals. And we talk about what that restoration process looks like, what it means to her, what it means to the person who owns the stuffed animal. It's quite an interesting conversation. And if you're interested, I put a blog post in the show notes about stuffed animals. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hello there. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Um, good happy belated birthday. Thank you. So, funny story, I didn't know this was a Zoom call. I looked at it again and I was like, crap, I gotta look halfway decent. <laughs> just this halfway. Happened. And honestly, just from the top up. So, you can See, have pajamas I'm, I'm on. I'm wearing my pajama pants. So it's, Me I too. Have like, run! Oh, I was- had time, but it's still, you know what? It's 9.30. I had to yeah. take the dog out. Pajama pants. As long as we look good on the top. Who cares? Exactly. <laughs> well, welcome. I'm so happy to have you on. Thank I, you. So I want to start from the beginning because I read on your website that your mom used to sew up your stuffed animal. And it was yeah. like the stuffed animal that meant so much to you. So before we get into what you do... I was curious what you thought about stuffed animals and how they help children as they grow. I mean, you said that you're 36 and you still have yours. And behind me is my brother's from when he was a baby. So oh, I understand. Mine downstairs. Oh, well. I would definitely say that there's something so comforting about something soft and fluffy. Whether it be an animal or whether it be a stuffed animal. And I just, I feel like, you know, having a little, having a little stuffed friend to carry around with you and have it be officially yours is something so comforting to people. And that's why people can connect so well, not only with, you know, a real animal, but with a stuffed animal as well. I think also is important to say, you know, a stuffed animal's never going to be mean to you. They're always kind to you. They always listen. They're they're always there. And so I think that's another reason why people connect so much with such a sweet little inanimate object. But to them, it becomes real, you know, like in the Velveteen Rabbit. I had a stuffed animal growing up that I loved, and I'm sure he's at my childhood home somewhere. But it's funny because, well, not funny, I guess it's more sad because once someone's stuffed animal kind of gets ripped too many times and you know a lot of people don't know how to sew they're like well that's it say goodbye but now you're coming through and you have this incredible business where you're working to restore not only the stuffed animals but the hearts and the memories and i so your mom used to do this for you and is that how this whole thing kind of transformed it really is. So Rabbit, my stuffed rabbit that I've had since the day that I was born, he, oh my goodness, he's just worse for wear. And my mom, she would always, she was always so concerned about my well-being at the same time because I, there's been multiple times where either Rabbit got lost or he was just, it looked like he was beyond repair. But she always, somehow, I still don't know how she did it, fixed him. And she'd always put his stuffing back inside. She never took any of it out because I was afraid that if any of his stuffing was removed, that he wouldn't be him anymore. 
And so she'd always push it back in. And she'd always say, you can't forget his memories. And that's just something that always connected with me. Even when I would fix other people's stuffed animals before I got on TikTok or anything like that, I always would put some of the old stuff in, you know, back in. I watched the videos that you post and they're always meaningful. And first off, your voice is so soothing to listen to during the video. <laughs> saying that. It's so sweet. And I've always just thought my voice was annoying. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Trust me, I understand. I edit this and I, I hear my voice over and over. I'm just like, be quiet. But there's something about also watching it because you're watching a restoration and you're listening to this meaningful story. And sometimes it's a kid's, you know, stuffed animal. And sometimes it's an adult who's had right. it for a long time. Like I watched recently, I think within the past few days, you posted a restoration of a wife whose husband got incarcerated and like mm. this whole thing. And you're sitting there and I'm crying and I'm like, get it together. They're so meaningful. And it seems like each one means something, not only to the person, but to right. you too. I've gone through and the people that I have selected is at random. It's not, oh, hey, this would make a good story. It's they've sent it to me. And then and then I hear the full story. And I'm like, wow, I've never heard that story yet. You know, it's just like us in our own individual lives and our individual stories. It's amazing how such, a, a, you know, a small, whether it's a small or large stuffed animal, each one has a different story in their own way and how they either help someone heal or in whatever situation they're in. And I've, I've done it. I feel like I've done it all. And yet the rest of these, these other restorations that I'm still receiving, it's, it's a brand new story. So it's endless. I don't know. It's endless content, but in a good way, you know, yeah. it's something that I, I get emotional at every single story, every single time. And I know that I just, I can't get enough. I'm just like, okay, one more, one more, you know, I, it won't stop. I can tell you that. No. Cause I mean, for you, there must be some also healing to this process. I mean, you're healing other people's hearts and their stories, but you wouldn't do it if it didn't give back to you on some emotional level, right? Absolutely. It's so rewarding for me to know that the work that I'm putting in is also helping someone else at the same time. And, you know, I, um, I've explained to people, it's almost like being, a, it's a, like being a surgeon, I guess, you know, you're, you're putting your hard earned time into doing this to save someone else's heart. And I honestly, I've never heard of a stuffed animal surgeon before, but that's what I feel like a lot. Because it, I, I've, as far as all of the different restorations I have done, there have been a few where I'm like, oh man, I don't, I know I sound, I, I always try to be real with the people that watch my videos. There are some times I'm like panicking, like, oh my gosh, what if I can't do it? What if this one's done? You know, every single time it, it comes through and it's because I don't want to, I don't want to give up on the human being on the individual right. that sent me their friend you know because they're you know they're counting on me to do the job so i yeah. always try my very best and it looks like it. and each one it it really seems that you're putting your heart and soul into each one it's not like you're being careless i mean obviously there's a, a camera watching you so right. those we see but even in that you can see that it's very delicate work 
you're taking your time. And even in one video, you said you had to take a break for a minute because, you know, I'm sure it's also very time consuming. It is. Because you're working so hard. It's definitely an all day process. Um, I mean, the drying time, because I air dry all of them, except for various cases, but that it really does take up your entire day. And it's something that I've kind of had to schedule around just to make sure that I have a easy flow of restorations going still. But I really do I want to take my time because rushing through the process is something that I feel like it just wouldn't be good, not only for me or the stuffed animal, but for the individual, because I don't want them to feel like I rushed through it. And that's another thing I've had people say to me, well, why don't you do you know, why don't you do multiple restorations at a time? And I usually do between three or four at a time, but it's because it's not about fixing the stuffed animal. It's about connecting with the individual, hearing their story and walking them through the process. You can ask any of the people that I've done a restoration for. I'm, I talk to them. I give them my own personal phone number. We're texting back and forth. I'm sending them updates. And it's just something I feel is so important because, yeah, you can fix a stuffed animal, but it, it's not about that. And I and I feel like that's probably why you wanted me to be a part of your show, just simply because it's about connecting the heart to something else. And that is where it really pulls at people's heartstrings. And I'm glad that I can share those stories with other people. It's not just a transaction. That's the bottom right. line. It's not a transaction. It's a connection. And it's right. also a lifelong connection that these people are also having with their stuffed animal. I mean, mm. anyone can go to a store and say, hey, look, there's a hole. But at some point, this stuffed animal means so much to you that you're going to go seek someone out who right. they're, they're not just looking at this as a stuffed animal, right? There's mm. a story. There's a person. This stuffed animal has probably traveled the world. Like there, right. There's more to it than, oh, it's just a stuffed animal that lives on a shelf. Yeah. Even, even any stuffed animal that you have at 30-something, right, mm. there's clearly a meaning behind it or else right. you get rid of it. It's amazing to me that it's not more common that people realize, oh, there are people out there who are just going to repair it and, and take the time and connect with the person and really make sure that it's not just a restoration, right? right? Like it's a healing process. Absolutely. One of my really close friends, her name is Dominique. Um, you might have seen her restoration story. Her bear is, uh, her name was Christina. And she is, her whole story is so emotional because it has to do with assault and it has to do with what she went through in order to heal herself from that trauma and that pain. And when she, it's this beautiful white bear, which I thought was such an important significance. And she said, I almost threw her away. And then I remembered what you did and can you fix her for me? And it's just this beautiful story of how she was able to let, not necessarily let go, but move forward. Because it's not about always letting go. We can never get rid of the trauma in our life. It's about pushing forward and, you know, healing from the wounds that were created in the past. 
like you said before, every every stuffed animal has a story, and every person that you know has a stuffed animal that they hold dear to their heart, it's their best friend. Like you said, I've I have restored sixty year old stuffed dogs. I've I restored toys for you know a little five year old that's in the hospital all the time. You know, it's it's just it's amazing it, the endless amount of love that people can have for sweet little stuff friend you know yeah and i love that you keep the memories in there i know that's something that your mom did for your stuffed animals where you keep a little you know a little envelope and you put it back in and i feel like that also helps with the healing process because as you said you're never going to forget what's happened right but it's a nice way to say i'm moving forward i'm in the healing process and i can look back at my stuffed animal and i can feel that inside are the memories of the past and that's going to help me work on it and move forward and it's such a small small thing but yet it goes so far i never thought that that would be the thing that would make people the most emotional but it has (laughs) and you know you'll have your uh naysayers i guess of well why would you fix your stuffed animal it doesn't it seems pointless but it's more about preserving your best friend so that they can continue life with you well and and also, just to be clear, when you're fixing them, you're you're giving them a bath. You're mm-hmm. fixing like any seams that have ripped. So in the end, the the stuffed animal is still the same stuffed animal right. that you got, and it's still the stuffed. An- it's not like you're adding ten legs or anything. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you're just right. restoring this this memory. It had some holes in it, and you're just repairing. It's not like you're right. you're changing it, and that's like a yeah. big thing too. I would never, yeah, that is one of my big things. I would never want to change something, you know, and I've had people say, you know, can you change the eye color? Can you give them a different nose? You know, so with consent, I'm giving, I'm giving these people the opportunity to, hey, but most of them, it's no, please keep, please keep them the same. The one video still blows my mind. I think it has 30 million views now, which I don't even I, I can't fathom that. It's magic. His name is Magic, and he is a husky. And it was so cute. These eyes are just cracked beyond repair. And she was insistent she did not want to change his eyes. I actually offered. I wasn't pushing by any means. I was like, I have the same color eyes. And she said, no, I need these eyes. You know, and I just thought to myself, this, this is her best friend. And someday, if the eyes break even more, I told her mom, I said, send, send her back, send it back over and I'll do what I can to help him. But it is, it's so beautiful. You look at it to a lot of people, it is just an inanimate object, but you've connected your soul to this inanimate object. And that's what makes it real. And I think that's why a lot of people love stories like the Velveteen Rabbit, because it just, I don't know tugs at your heartstrings and makes you smile and many people cry <laughs> i cry every restoration and even in letting them go and, and sending them back home it's such a moving process for me you're healing something you're healing something within yourself so i'm sure at the end when you're packing this stuffed animal up and sending on one hand you're you're saying goodbye i am and yeah. hopefully everything works and then you don't have to repair this stuffed animal again so it's it's a big goodbye for you too because of the process it's not like again it's not a simple thing it's not like you're not putting your heart and soul into it too right 
how does that that goodbye work for you? I get emotional every single time because it is it is a goodbye, and the way that I have to look at at it is that stuffed animal might be leaving my home. That individual's phone number is still in in my phone. Reach out to me whenever whenever they want to, and it's just something that I. Um, I'm still, I still talk to most of these people regularly because I want to stay connected. I want them to know I care. And it wasn't just about whether or not they received the scholarship that I have or whether or not they said, you know, I can pay whatever the reason I, I still want them to always know that I'm there for them. However, however that may be. Yeah. And the last thing that I want to touch on is the scholarship. Explain to me how you how you decided to have a scholarship and how it helps others because I was looking at that as like oh this is amazing and such another heartfelt part of the process right well when I first when my first video went viral I tried so hard to read every single message um and the main reason was I would love to do this but I can't afford it and I that really hit me hard because there are a lot of that are in look at all of us most of us are in hard times right now and it's just something that I really thought hard about it wasn't until after I did Christina's restoration that my friend and I sat down and she said I think it would be amazing to somehow continue Christina's story and that's I was like that's that's it that's the connection we need to create a scholarship. And I've done, you know, little fundraisers here and there, but I have my website, which is fluffrestoration.org. And there's an adoption page. And I wanted a way to give back. I, I don't, I'm not good at asking people for things. So in my mind, I'm thinking, what if I offer you something in exchange for you helping someone else? And, you know, it's just, it's a reward. And I, you know, have all these stuffed animals that I've rescued and I've restored myself and they're available for adoption for others. And I, I still, I'm going to be packing orders <laughs> after my, after my time with you today because it's a people, the overwhelming support has been incredible and it makes me so emotional just because people are so giving even in tough times. And their kindness is giving someone else the chance to have their best friend restored, you know? And I'm still, uh, I'll think that I'm like caught up on emails and I just get an influx again. It's, it's amazing. I I just seriously, from the bottom of my heart, can't thank everyone enough for the amount of support. And it is only just me, but this is a full-time thing and it's not going away anytime soon, so... Which is which is great to hear because it it's it's mending hearts and I think that's the other part that people don't realize is you're doing this out of your home and every single part of it costs money, right? The stuffing costs money. You would you wouldn't believe how expensive the supplies are, and you know I have received. I was on uh, the Drew Barrymore show last year, and they gave me a scholarship. And for Joanne Fabrics, and that has been a godsend. Um, and I'm trying so hard to save that. It, in again, I'm not a big spender. I don't like to do. You know, I, I want to save it so that I can use it in times of emergency. I have my Amazon wish list too. And again, people from the kindness of their heart send stuffing and 
buttons and fabric and whatever else. And it is, it's, it's beautiful. It's wonderful. Uh, it is expensive, but I just, I always try so hard to be as frugal as possible, but also just, I always just want to help people however I can. <laughs> that's, that's how you know that someone's really in it for the, the meaningful aspect and not just to make money or anything like the fact that this isn't a, you know, a multimillionaire business. No, I don't mean, yeah. Uh, you know, and I can't say no to people and sometimes that's good and sometimes that's a bad thing. But at the same time, you know, I have a family, I have food to put on the table, but at the same time, I look at what other people are going through and I'm just like, I, you know, do what you can. I, I will work with you, however, and I always hope that people never take advantage of that. But it, it is, it's just, it's amazing connecting with people every single time and, and being able to help them however I can. You're mending hearts all over the place, even people who aren't sending you the stuffed animals through your videos, which, you know, I hope they never stop because it, on hard days, you go and you watch the video and you're like, ah. Oh, there's still I feel some better. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's still some good in the world besides mending my heart and your heart, the person who, who has a stuffed animal. It's just a really wonderful piece of work that you've created. And it, it's just people don't realize what the stuffed animal does for someone. And right. whether you're young or old, it's just something that's so meaningful, holds so many memories. And you're working to mend all these hearts and I hope you're really proud of your work because it's I, I am beautiful. I'm I always feel awkward talking about myself but it is it's such a wonderful thing and thank you so much for you know having me be able to talk to you and spend time with you and I guess we'll just see what the future holds <laughs> yeah yeah I hope I hope some more talk shows so, so that you get the money right like that that's the thing. It's not it's not like you're advertising yourself saying, Give me millions of dollars. But no. <laughs> it, the the hope is but even for, for this podcast, like my hope is that I get money to give back. Right? Yes. Everyone that I talk to, I'm like, Oh, I wish I could give money. Oh, I wish I could give I, money. I get it. Yeah, no, I completely understand and it is it's so difficult. So well, thank you so, so much for coming on. It's yes, been thank you. you. And I can't wait to see more of your work. And I hope you have an incredible day. Thank you so thank much. You. Of course. Thank you. Of I course. really appreciate it. And I am going to be watching uh, many more of your videos. And thank you for everything <laughs> that you do as well. Have an incredible day. And thank you again. Yeah.